You're tuned in to the Lone Star Lowdown, your favorite sports podcast where we're talking professional, college, and fantasy sports with your host, Ty Henderson, Shay Holt, and Corey Guidry. And welcome back to the Lone Star Lowdown with Ty Henderson, Shay Holt, Corey Guidry, and Brock Bollinger. I'm Shay Holt. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at ShayHolt23. This is the Lone Star Lowdown. You can catch us on Twitter at Lone Star LD, TikTok at the Lone Star Lowdown, and Instagram Instagram at the Lone Star Lowdown. Uh, it's June eighth, twenty twenty three. We're all here at uh, what is it? Um, Clifford Studios, home of Morty Unleashed podcast. We should have checked that out as well. Um, please check out our video content on YouTube. We're going to be uploading this podcast today. Uh, we should have a pretty good show for, for y'all this evening. We've got. Um, NBA Finals talk. We've got uh, some Longhorn Super Regional action. Horns are playing Stanford. Uh, NHL playoffs. And I think we're going to talk a little bit of baseball. Um, enough about me and about the show. Why doesn't everybody else get a chance to introduce themselves? Ty, why don't you give us your handles? What's up? My name's Ty Henderson. I don't know why. This isn't our first show. You know who I am. But if you if you don't, I'm at Texas Guy Ty on Twitter. Producer of B&E. Hello. Producer of B&E in the mornings. 1049 The Horn. The Horn, as well as, uh, you know, we have Brock here who works there as well. Corey, you work there. Uh, yeah, I'll be back. Being. I'll be Shay, back. Shay, I was actually going to ask you if you wanted to come on and host. Uh, Wags is going to be gone on Sunday with me and me and Justin Simmons. Yeah, as long as it's not during the Longhorn game, I'm down what for it. What time is the Longhorn game? Well, Speaking we're going to get to that because the Saturday game is scheduled for 5 p.m. They don't have a fucking schedule for the Sunday game, which I think is unacceptable, personally. Shay, so I was scrolling through our Twitter. I saw you uh, had some opinions on that. Oh, yeah. I, I was figured that was opinions. your opinion. We'll, we'll get to it. But let's, let's get down to the, to the rundown of how the show's going to go today. Uh, Corey, Brock, you all want to introduce yourselves? Say what's yeah, up. Yeah, Corey Gidry, um, you know, former... Uh, you know, affiliate <laughs> with uh, the one of four nine the horn. I as thought well. I thought you were going to say former uh, Port Arthur at, or what? What, what is it, Nederland? Nederland. I can't claim Nederland PA, athlete, but yeah, uh, former <laughs> former high school uh, glor- glorified athlete. Third coast. Um, on Twitter, I'm Corey Gidry eleven. I give a lot of opinions, especially on the Dallas Cowboys and fight with Eagles fans. That's what I've been kind of getting into lately. So uh, check me out on there um, if you like football or advanced football nerd opinions. All right, cool. B Rock, what's up? I'm Brock. Bollinger. The newest edition. Yeah, Brock Bollinger uh, at intern Brock on Twitter. Um, I also have strong opinions. I got into a uh, an exchange with a A and M fan today on Twitter. I, I see you chirping at people on Twitter all the time. Like it's your job. Oh yeah, I love chirping. You're, on you're definitely the best at all of us, us at Twitter. I'd say. I mean, I, you got to keep it low. Shay, Shay will write out some some paragraphs on on the Lone Star Lowdown Twitter. To let people know how how, how really is going down, though. No, that's what I'm saying. You got to keep it low key. Like you don't care too much, but like you care enough to comment. That's like the the line. But this dude today, he ratioed me in a what? DM. Oh, I saw in that. A DM. That was in hilarious. I was like, I sent something. It was like 49 to zero because it beat OU. No, it was an OU fan. That's what it was. 49 to zero. And he replied with ratio, and I go, "You can't ratio in a DM, dumbass." Typical OU fan. <laughs> and then, and then he liked his own his own uh, DM and ratioed me in a DM. What does ratio guess, mean? Wait, he did ratio you then? Technically, he, no, he did. <laughs> I what? felt so stupid. That's two hundred IQ. What the fuck is ratioed? 
it's when like um well it's usually when you post it's when like the post has more comments or like quote tweets than it does likes yeah you know no so like if someone posts something stupid you go and comment ratio and then people like that tweet that just says ratio, and, yeah. it, and then you get more likes than the original tweet, so it's like you just got ratioed because I have more likes than you. Yeah. It's a, I thought, it's a, okay. I thought ratio It's a meme meant, that, like, the kids started. It, it can mean, days. like, multiple things. I thought it meant, you know? like, you have, like, less – you have more comments than you have likes. Yeah, it can mean that, too. There's, like, different ways. But, yeah, the dude ratioed me in a DM. Did it work? What, <laughs> what do you mean no, it didn't work? No, it actually, <laughs> no, he actually did ratio me in a DM. And then he liked it. Yeah, no, so he, he did has, ratio me. He technically well, has one like, and you have zero. He's actually, yeah, exactly. he's actually living rent-free in your head right now. because <laughs> that's, that's just how you introduce yourself uh, on the Lone Star Lowdown yeah. podcast, which we got a jam-packed show. What are we, what are we getting into first today? Well, real quick, real quick. You need to <laughs> screenshot the DM and then you know Twitter post it and then comment underneath ratio. And then, you know... I, it's on my Twitter if y'all want to see it at intern Brock. There Everyone go. go retweet. Yeah. yeah. Don't, All right. Or, or don't. All right. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no show today. I mean, yeah, I figured we were going to talk uh, NBA Finals, um, Horns baseball, uh, maybe a little NHL baseball. Uh, we got baseball update. We have a big story in um, the golf world, which we were keeping you pretty abreast of early on in the first season of Lone Star Lowdown. There have been some pretty big developments. It seemed yeah, we like might the- need to go back and pull some of that audio for those. Some of our you know, first few episodes when that was going down. I'm sh- I, I wonder how, how good of, you know, how our takes went on that. I'm just imp- I have no idea what I'm just said. impressed that Shay just said abreast. I don't really know what that means. Never heard it. Abreast. Yeah. <laughs> if you're kept abreast of <laughs> something, you're, like, kept here, aware of. Abreast is. <laughs> hey, relax, relax. It doesn't mean abreast like Katie. <laughs> <I know>. no. <laughs> okay, I get you. But, um, yeah. Um, A little Zion you- Williamson news, too. Yeah, there's going to be some funny stuff I'm sure we can talk about. I mean, y'all, um, it, it's up to y'all. Do y'all want to talk about the 2-1 um, NBA Finals lead the Nuggets have over the Heat? Game 3 was last night. We were busy um, making our all-time NBA uh, blacktop you know, draft. Um, we were watching and commenting. We did the first round. Yeah, the first round. Um I believe my team lost to Brox. We had a we had a strong performance, but fell apart there at the end. I uh, had a big problem with uh, the team not going hard to the hole. Um, you know, Corey's team was pretty dominant. Yeah, Dirk and Tim Duncan were not. They couldn't not match the best with picks our down athleticism. On my team. But uh, yeah, that uh, we we're gonna probably do it. We'll see. We'll see how the the fan response to the first round is, and see if we we continue. But all right. So how about fun. Let, so, let's get to the game. I mean. Jokic, 32, 21, and 10. Best player in the world, guys. I mean, like, what do you think about him? Have you ever seen anybody like him? And uh, what do you think about the well, series so the, far? The first time ever that um, two players on the same team have had a 30-point triple-double. In right? any game ever. Yep. Yeah. Jamal Murray, 34, 10, and 10. So, yeah. That's crazy. You would have think that that has happened. Yeah. Especially I mean, not in the NBA Finals game, but... Damn, the Nuggets really do. They go as Jamal Murray goes. I mean, Jokic is definitely their best player, but we saw in game two when he had 40-plus 40, 40 points and they lost, and he's lost every single game that he scored um, 40 points this postseason. But I, I just – he's the best player. They He's going to be good no matter what, but if Jamal Murray is on, is hitting on all cylinders, they're pretty much unstoppable at this point. I think they – should gentlemen sweep them if they continue at this pace? And it seems like, you know, the Heat's game plan, they run a lot of zone. One of the only teams in the league that utilizes zone. It's kind of, you know, pretty 
pretty rare. Uh, but it worked in game two. It did, and basically their game plans like okay, um, let Jokic you know try to stop everyone else and let Jokic you know try to take all the shots. But he's so good at facilitating, so good at running the offense, the two man game with him and Jamal Murray. So. Yeah, it's just it's really impressive. I picked Denver in five before the series. I think you picked that as well, Ty. So we'll see. And don't forget about Aaron Gordon. I believe he had a stat line around ten, ten, and five. He's been balling. So that's a double. I mean, that's a pretty good game uh, in and of itself. Let alone the fact that two other dudes had thirty point triple doubles. He still managed to work out the double double with five assists. And Michael Porter Jr. really hasn't got it going at all either. He's not. He's been not been shooting well in in the finals. Yeah, um, you know, so they could only be more deadly. But, you know, the Miami Heat missed a lot of three-point shots in this game. It was their first uh, home finals game in nine years. Keep in mind, they didn't play any uh, home games in the COVID season, even though they were all in Florida still. And I don't even think there were any fans there at all. Um, But, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler said after the game they thought they were comfortable, thought going home meant something, and they didn't play hard enough. I expect the Heat to come back. I um, I was never on this Nuggets sweep train. I think I said that the Nuggets – I picked the Nuggets in six. I don't know if they got recorded or not, but that's what I initially felt. After the first game with the dominant performance, I thought maybe more like Nuggets in five. I still wouldn't be surprised if this goes to six, especially with the next game being in Miami. I think they will tighten things up. I don't think Miami's dead in the water. I think they're a pretty good team. They're obviously not your typical eight seed. And uh, I don't know what the deal with Tyler Hero is, but, I mean, shit. He's they not might... cleared yet. I just I just read a little update about him. Well, He, he probably if, won't play at if, this point. If they can get him back in, which, I mean, man, if there's ever a time to you know put aside your injury and get in the fucking game, it's when your team is in a seven-game championship series and they're down. I mean, how much could you expect from him, though? He hasn't played in, you know, Even if he's just going to be a decoy. Even if just a decoy, one more you know guy on the floor. I mean, uh, who are you taking the, minutes away from? That's that's getting minutes for Miami right now. For here, uh, I mean, one of those other white guys. <laughs> I mean, Max Struess, Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Duncan Robinson's been uh, he's he's shot really well and he's gotten to the rim. He showed a lot of athleticism that I've really never seen from his game. And maybe he just I don't expect it because he's a white guy, but he has been mean mugging guys out there, taking him to the rack. So that's been awesome to see, especially after he really didn't play at all during the season. He played sparringly. Speaking of white guys, how about Christian Braun, rookie from Kansas, uh, coming off the bench for uh, Denver, been playing well. You can tell he's he's real. He's one of those Bill Self. He's like, national really champion. Coached well players. He's not scared of the moment. Yeah, and you can see, like, he's got fresh legs. I'm not sure. I don't think he had too many minutes, you know, throughout the course of the season. Like, he was more of a rotational yeah, guy all the way through. Yeah, he plays, like, 10 to 15 minutes a you game. You can see he's got fresh legs. You know, he's he's got some quickness and some athleticism to his game, too. So, I, I've been pretty impressed watching him uh, come off the bench for Denver. And uh, another player I like, I like, I like Kyle Lowry. Um, I liked him way back when he was in – a rocket. Uh, he won a championship up in Toronto. Uh, I know he's, you know, kind of on his way out of the league, but he's got championship experience, veteran experience at the point guard position. They got him going in game two. It was a big reason why they won. And um, I think uh, he wasn't, pro- you know, he had a poor game in game three. I think, you know, uh, getting him more involved, uh, getting his shots, letting him, uh, him having a big game, especially at home in game four. I think Miami. What's a big a, game for Kyle Lowry? Twelve points. Yeah, twelve we, points, we five six last assists. Night. Yeah, I mean he had nine in game three when they won. So or game, game two. two. So uh, I'm. Uh, he had some big threes in the fourth quarter. 
Exactly. And, um, I mean, that game was really dominated by D- Denver until the fourth quarter where they just erased a huge lead. And then, you know, realistically, Denver was down like 11 points with like five minutes, came all the way back, and, you know, Jamal Murray just missed kind of a rush game-winning shot. I had heat money line in that game, baby. Denver didn't have uh, – or they had a timeout. They chose not to take it. They had about 11-second possession. And just basically took a spot up three with a defender in front of him. I didn't think it was a great shot. I would have taken a timeout. But hey, um, you know they did. Uh, it, it was it was close. I mean, it easily could have been sent to overtime. It's just not the kind of uh, it's not the kind of look I'm looking for as an NBA head coach, personally. One out of ten. What are the, what's the rating y'all are putting on the series so far, entertainment value wise? Um, I'll give it. Give it a solid six point five seven. Mm, I'm in the five to six range. Yeah, one one really good game. I mean, I just enjoyed, but that wasn't really a good game till the last. You could you could have not watched the entire game and watched the last eight minutes of that game and thought it was an instant classic. But up until that point, I mean, it was kind of one team or another was up by ten points the entire time. Yeah, I mean, even the Lakers Nuggets series, those games were close. I just I love Jokic, man. Like he's one of my favorite players to watch like lately. Like it's not you like, like watching him just it's not traditionally exciting. It's not like explosive high flying dunks, crazy crossovers, but it's good basketball. There's a reason why he's a two time MVP and there's a reason why, you know, they're up in the finals right now. There are some I enjoy there watching. is some exciting stuff in there. It just doesn't it just looks weird because yeah. it's so lumpy. I think we should be open minded, you know. No, I love. I, I think I think he's by far the best player in the world right now. But, at uh, this moment, I don't know who would you, if you were building a team, is there any other player that you would pick first to to build a a fresh roster? To me, the only acceptable answers that wouldn't be him would be like Luca and Giannis. I don't know anybody else. I'd take Jokic over Jokic over Giannis right now. Wimby. Would you take him over Wimby? Come on, Brock. Would you take Jokic <laughs> over Luca, Ty? I might. No. I might. He, Luke is like five years younger. Yeah. Okay. So it's an age thing. It's an age and, thing. And they're like, sure. fair. fair. If you fair. put Luca on the Denver, if you replace them, if you swap teams, I think Denver would be just as good, if not better. This this is a really good segue to what I kind of wanted to touch on too. What do y'all think about you know Steph Curry, thirty five years old? A lot of these American stars are getting older. If you're looking at sort of the best players in the league right now, you're talking Luca. The Giannis, three best players are all Jokic. European. They're all. Foreign. What do you guys think about that? How will that impact, you know, the pop- popularity of the game in the states? Is the states, you know, sort of system of bringing players up and developing lacking? What, what do y'all think is going on there? Or are these guys just, you know, once in a generation type guys? I think there's better development out there. Um, just like soccer, for whatever reason, we can't produce soccer players. They can produce these um, these excellent players that don't look like traditional athletes, but it's chestnut checkers. They play smarter. They play more a, a team game. Yep. And, yeah, they're just fundamentally better with the basketball in their hand. Big dudes that can move with the ball, footwork, and then shooting ability. And realistically, that old school, you know, like Shaquille O'Neal mentality, I'm just bigger, fucking stronger, I'm going to get to the basket and dunk on you. That's not really where the NBA is right now. And um, so, yeah, that's why, you know, I think you have uh, some of the best players in the league all being foreign. And I guess Giannis is kind of the, you know, more powerful, more dominant athlete still. But he's definitely and he's definitely not the most fluid guy with the basketball. He's not the guy you want with the ball in his hands distributing. He's not an end of the game guy. You Usually you're blowing teams out with Giannis, you know, just them running the floor, playing good defense. If it comes if it's a last shot, you're down three points, down two points, down one point. 
I don't know if I want Giannis taking that last shot. I mean, he's probably I could pick ten guys I really rather have with the ball in their hands than Giannis at the end of a game. And yeah. al- another thing is um, there's a, a lack of physicality from some of these European players. Um, like they don't go hard to the basket. They you know like to take their shots. They like to distribute. And you know, there's definitely a difference there. Um, with who? Well, like Giannis, they're, they're not good defenders. That's Giannis another thing. Bangs. Giannis might be a good defender. Giannis is a different story because he's the prototypical athlete. He just happens to be foreign. Dantich not a very good defender, but he still is very. Neither is Jokic, man. Jokic is by far the worst out of the three defending. Yeah, but there. I mean, if 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 Jokic had um, you know plus defensive skills, he'd you know start approaching the okay. Could this guy be one of the best players all time? Not just the best player in the NBA right now. It's his defensive. It's his deficient. Defensive inefficiencies that keep him from that conversation. That's probably part of the reason why, you know, people were going with Embiid for MVP anyway this year. That was a big argument against him. It's like Embiid's more of a another foreign player, by the way. Um, I think also in America, like, a lot of these guys that we're talking about, these are bigger players. Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, and even Luka, he's a guard, but he's big. You know, he's big and physical. I think the American game's moving away from the big. It's more like wing skill, finesse, like point guard, hyper-athletic point guards. Um, so, I mean, I think that – I think the European players also, they, they've been hearing, like, that they're soft for, like, sort of generations. And uh, I'm not disagreeing that they're not as physical, but I think they're kind of internalizing that a bit because, I mean, I think you see Luka body up a little bit, Jokic body up a he little goes bit. To the rack all the time. And then, obviously, Giannis is a physical freak, so – I don't really think it's going to hurt the league, um, you know, because whatever market gets these guys, they love them. Dallas loves Luka. They're not – they don't really care. So, I don't think it hurts the league, but it is an interesting, like, development. Another thing, they stay out of fucking trouble. Like, look at Ja Morant, man. That's a – no, Zion, should we talk about – I think – I have so. a opinion. I think it's because, like, it's almost like they're more grateful for, like – Oh, this opportunity. They see any team they go to as like the Lakers or the Knicks. Like they're more likely to stay in the first team they get drafted with. Well, in these Eastern European guys with Luka and uh, with Jokic, I mean, they're just such a more reserved culture. They are not all on this social media bullshit. They're, you know, they're just making millions of dollars and playing basketball and fucking, you know. I bet they're family guys. I, I right liked uh, Jokic. He had a post-game interview, and he was, they're like, oh, what are you going to do this weekend? And he was like, oh, you know, my buddy has <laughs> horses in Italy. Watch them race, sit by a pool. Hopefully it's sunny uh, with the family. You know? What country is he? Do we know? Serbia. Serbia, okay, yeah. Slovenia and Serbia. Is Doncic also Serbian or is he? Slovenia. Slovenia, okay, yeah. Um, no, yeah, uh, obviously not one of those countries has produced enough athletes to fill out, like, you know, a full NBA roster or, like, win at the Olympics, but, um, and America's still Teams like far, Spain and Italy and Argentina, France, though. France. France, France yeah. France, yeah. yeah, I mean, countries with high populations, I mean, there's, you know, 80 million people in France. Um, you can, you know, even if all the best, I mean, and not even, that's another thing. The best athletes in all those countries are still playing soccer. That's what you have to understand. Or, like, in some of them, like, handball and other, like, handball is more popular than football or basketball or baseball in a majority of those Well, American countries. football doesn't exist over there, really. Yeah, cricket. In yeah Poland. cricket. Poland. Poland. Well, we could football. say the same thing. Imagine if all of our athletes, instead of playing football and baseball, they all played basketball. Or they yeah. all played soccer. Uh, yeah. I, I would quit being that's a sports saying, fan yeah. if that was the case. We would be. I don't need Tyreek Hill playing f- that's, soccer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, keep him on the NFL. All our best athletes, we'd be dominant too. You know, 
It's a population thing too, though. But, the U.S. Yeah. is still like a top twenty soccer team, top fifteen most of the time, in the world, got which that, is got that dog in us. Pretty good, relatively speaking. I mean, made it to the. It made it to the knockout round, which is top 16 in the World Cup. Yeah, but never has, like, the best player in the world been American in soccer. Never. I mean. Not even close. How many countries can you say the best player in the world? Brazil and Pele. Argentina. Argentina. Brazil. Yeah. You know. Spain. Yeah. Yeah. These best players in the world, um, they're, you know, even, like, a player like, what's the guy? I just retired. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Zlatan. Where's he from? He's from um, Serbia. No, he's from fuck. He plays on a pretty obscure team. I'm pretty sure Swedish. He's oh, Swedish. okay. Yeah, he's but still, yeah. still like these. The, all the best, all the best soccer. I, is there Gareth Bale plays for Wales? Like, give me the like 50 that. best soccer players in the world right now. How many of them do you think came from the states? I don't know. 50 soccer two, players. I'm gonna be honest. Maybe, maybe two. Okay. One, one or two. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the Maybe point. Maybe two. That's the point. The, develop, the, the, the development just isn't here. I don't know if it's a cultural problem well, or what. Why do so many fucking good baseball players come from the Dominican Republic? Like, explain that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, I mean. Is it cultural? <laughs> that's a game that just like soccer, baseball is a game that you can pretty much play with minimal resources. You don't have to have, like, football, you got to have money to have pads same with hockey and yeah, um, court for basketball ball. too yeah. i mean you can there's plenty of sports that most countries are going to be eliminated just based off of you know financial reasons um but baseball you can play with a stick and a rock but so anyway, I think that's one reason why they are good because they play with no shoes on with sticks and rocks and if you can hit if you can hit a little rock with a stick you can hit a well baseball i mean i think they have bats not yeah. i mean not all those countries like Little kids, you know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about like the the pro leagues, like run out there with bat with sticks and rocks, <laughs> but like you know, this in the in the little neighborhoods, just playing playing games growing up. And both baseball and soccer require the least a bit of natural talent to go be great at. Like you don't have to be well. You got to be LeBron James. You can build stamina, and as long as you can run on a fucking track for ninety minutes. And um, you know, develop your skills. You can be a great soccer player. You can be Jose Altuve you could... and be and lead the league in hitting oh, and get yeah. the MVP hey, award. Y'all are gonna like this. At one point, Shay said that if if he had the time, he could be a professional golfer. And how long? If you went golfing every day and you had the time? Oh, I'm not sure how long it would take. A couple of years. I don't know. If I went every fucking day and developed my skills. Yeah. On the PJ tour. I mean, I could make it. I just need to get out there and do it. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna sponsor me. That could be a YouTube series right there. Yeah, oh, could, yeah. I think when you get out there the first time and you hit your few any of those balls, technical sports, anybody could be great time? at if you had the fucking resources and the time to develop to them. There like, is, there, if all I did was go bowling every day, eventually I would be a pro bowler. Bowling, I agree. There's no way it takes that much. Golf skill. is yeah, golf little. takes a lot of hand-eye coordination and feel and touch that. You definitely can get better, but I do think there's a bit of like innate, just from my experience of like trying to break, you know, into the nineties and eighties. It's a lot of like touch and like feel and just hand eye coordination too. But yeah, sounds I'll like su- a good investment though. You I- I'll support it. you, man. I yeah, just it sounds like it'd be worth it monetarily. Yeah, I probably would be. I mean, I'm not saying I'd be the best golfer in the world. I probably would have had to start at an earlier age. You should do it. Yeah, I, sh- no, I should. And, and, and if you take steroids, it. you probably could get there even faster. I don't know that steroids That's would have point. too much yeah. to do with 
being great at golf. Any of those technical sports. Get like a 420 yard drive. Anyway, uh, bring it back full circle. Um, foreign players in the NBA, lack of American sort of dominance. What do y'all think? Like to How summarize that full that? circle from steroids. Because that golf. was the first thing that we started talking about. Okay, we're not supposed to talk about golf in this episode. I'm excited about all Here the great are. players coming into the next? NBA from around the world. I mean, I'm yeah. excited I mean, it's about always, it. There's, it's yeah. always been. There's always been guys from overseas. It's not like the NBA at any point has been just Americans, but. Uh, there's definitely more talent abroad now. There's better. It's I, I'd say it's similar to like bring it back to soccer, but like our top five best players are playing in the best leagues across the world, starting. So each one of those countries, maybe they have one guy they can send over here and be decent. But sometimes you get a Giannis or a Doncic or a Jokic, where that's. Generational talent. Do you think those are the top three guys moving forward in the next five years? To yeah, wrap absolutely. Up the conversation? Absolutely. Yeah. And then you have the Wimbanyama guy, which obviously it couldn't work out, but like, you know, the NBA has already made it clear that they're investing heavily in him. Like, he's he's their plan to be the next great player to save the fucking league because the John Morant and the Zion Williamson's doesn't. Can we talk look, about that, please, Brock? Brock, do you have the materials oh, in front yes. of you that you can? You probably should, know the situation best. Should I read the tweet? Is, there's a lot of tweets. Okay. I thought there was even sex tapes released. Oh, I didn't hear about that. No, I, I was on the radio this listening in the day, and it sounded like sex tapes might be made. Definitely porn stars. This is She's the no first events. tweet that I saw. Can okay. we just get the sex tape and watch it right now? <laughs> oh, God. Play it like the uh, like the Anthony Davis video into the mic? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not going to watch that shit. If it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's culturally relevant. <laughs> it's relevant. It's relevant topic. All right, this is the first tweet about the subject that I saw yesterday. And before before I read it, I'm just going to say, what a way to start a tweet. All right, you ready? <laughs> I let you spit in my mouth last week when we fucked. You could have told me you had another whore pregnant. How is that going to work, moving us both to New Orleans? You think I would have found out at Zion Williamson? She, I love how she refers to herself as a whore because another whore. Oh, that's a good catch there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm a whore. She also put out another tweet after that saying, and something along the lines of, I might be pregnant too because I'm late. Yeah. She said that after, so. Let's see here. What else you, we got? Yeah. Um, Zion's a dirty, but we know no, we know why he's been missing all the you time. Know, I, you know, today on Bucky and Aaron I played, what's that, uh, what's that big hawk song that's like, you know what I already know. Hit me up on the down low. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking Chilling about? With my bro, oh, didn't you already know? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the situation. I, I I played it this morning, and Bucky was like, you know, I really like that. He's like, that is Zion right now. And so go check out that Big Hawk song. But this is this is great. This dude played, what, 24 games last year. Clearly, he's just been out there eating and banging his way through New Orleans. <laughs> this chick's from oh. Dallas. This She also tweeted, I motivated you to get back in shape. I let you fuck me all kinds of ways and <laughs> film me on your phone at Zion Williamson, and you impregnate a low-budget porn star DNA oh. tester. I'm done. God, dude. And she came with receipts, too. She uploaded screenshots, like all kinds of screenshots. Receipts of what? No, right. she, like, went through, like... Like Snapchat, we, like text. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, okay. Read your screenshot. And he, and he was like, "How much do I need to pay you to move here with respect?" Yeah. Like when, that was the best. One. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's just no, like, this is the respect. funniest one. Was when you move, how much do you expect me to pay you a month? But I'm super what? excited. 
with the, uh, oh. but I'm super excited at the end. How mu- <laughs> bitch, how much money do you need from me? I'm excited that you're doing it. Though. Imagine He's being that rich that you can literally just be paying for bitches to live just so you can like fuck him a few t- times a week. Dude, he's come a long way. You remember that that uh, screenshot that went viral when he was in high school that was like, hey, let me take you out, and these girls like posted it? No. It's come a long way from that. It seems like Zion Williams. It, re- it resurfaced yesterday. seems like his game could use some improvements. He seems a little simpy to me. I don't know. Dude, Stephen A. Smith was like, you haven't played the last two years because of, like, a lower leg injury or your lower extremities. Sounds like you needed some load management. <laughs> Something. Okay, that's good right there. Something like that. Yeah, that's a new definition of load so management. So, like, the 2019 right NBA draft, Zion Williamson and John ja Morant. Morant. And R.J. Hampton kind of. Or R.J. Barrett kind of sucks. R.J. Hampton was in there, too. Sucks. What? Oh, I wanted Brock to throw me his vape. <laughs> I was trying to do it all without without bringing too much attention. Like, <laughs> ideally, you to ideally, ideally, you would have just seen it all in the video feed. And it, or if you didn't, you just never would have known it was happening. You know, reasons to watch us on YouTube, y'all. You already know. So I played against R.J. Hampton in middle school. And the kid in seventh grade was doing... Um, I think he did like he was doing like windmill dunks and like behind the back dunks and dude. Yeah, well, it was crazy. If you can dunk, if you can if you have like the um, the ability to grip the basketball with enough force to get it up there cuz I can get up on the rim, right? Yeah. I just can't like the force of jumping with the ball in my hand just you know, I can never make a clean transition. And you know, sometimes it oh, fucking rattles in, but it's never a fucking clean dunk. But once you can just dunk Fluidly, how hard is it to fucking windmill dunk? Is it all just strength of hand and you know being able to possess that, to basketball? that basketball? It's got to be how fast you can do the windmill with the yeah. hands, right? Yeah, yeah I think it's all about hard. grip. I think it's all about grip and just not with the windmill. Know. I don't think because the windmill you can just yeah if you do it fast. Like it, maybe enough, it's even easier than regular I think it dunking. Is, yeah, because like, you're, you're like creating a centrifugal force to like get you up over the rim, huh? Yeah, there you go. We're a physics podcast. Yes, now. I. I'm five foot eight, so I'll never know what that that's like. So. I'm in a physics class right now, dude. This is funny. So the professor, he's an Asian dude, maybe maybe Filipino. Super nice dude. Same. Filipinos are Asians. Yes. <laughs> are they? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think they were like Latin? I thought American? it was like a different. It was like you got you got the like Asians and you got the Filipinos. Like it, they were separate. You well, know? they're in the islanders of Asia. They're, well, they're, they're islanders outside, but I mean it's kind of like what they're Asiatic Taiwan is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, dude, super nice guy. But he has he has a redneck name, which is so funny. What is it? Willie. That's definitely he just like is moved it, here. And his name's like, probably William. No, or, no, he even said no. He was like, no, my name is Willie. And so then I started thinking, okay, imagine like a redneck, you know, with like you know all these guns. He's like he's got a dip in like a lip in. Willie imagine Chong? if his name was like um, Takashi or something. Takashi like, Chong. It's, yeah, it's like, like, hey, like, speaking of Willie, right? I saw a pretty badass uh, mural today driving north on South First. It's Willie Nelson in a fucking rainbow Astros jersey. I'll have to get a picture of it. We'll not. We'll upload it on our Twitter page after the podcast. But it was pretty badass. Where was it? It's on South First, headed north on the left side, uh, just on the side of a building. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah, no. Um, actually, it might actually be. I'm wrong. I think it's on Lamar, just north of the river. Um, one of those two places. I'll go find it and and uh, video it or capture it electronically. Um, well, anyway, we've kind of gone off topic uh, 
with this Several NBA times. Finals podcast, but I think it's gone well. We're uh, about ready to transition maybe to um, golf talk. You want, you want to talk about the golf shit? Yeah, I mean, uh, how about Donald Trump predicted this in 2022? Did y'all see that? He did. So on Twitter, or not on Twitter, on what is his platform Truth called? Truth Social? Truth, Truth Social. social. Yeah. You know of course, social? he was banned. Are uh, we on Truth Social? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, he tweeted out all the... Um, PGA guys who are not taking the money to live are going to regret it when they merge. To in a, merge in, a, in, a mer- in like a year or whatever. And he was right. And Roy McIlroy was real pissed. And then someone from the live, uh, like, board, like, got quoted pretty much calling him, like, a little sis. I forgot the exact insult he used, but, like, an annoying prick, basically. Talking about Roy. Roy, yeah. yeah. I thought you called him a pussy. You called him a Just bitch. Just, like, straight. Yeah, yeah I called him a bitch. Yeah. One of those uh, superlatives. Kind of One of those misogynistic terms. Rory definitely yeah. comes out of the situation with the biggest egg on his face. Like, I disagree. I, who does? Jay Monahan. Well, besides all-time dickhead. Well, he's just all-time scumbag. He's just got to be Roger Goodell for golf now. Not oh, dude, he's too far gone. Uh, he's he's gonna get out of there. Again. No, you you got to pay someone to be hated. Well, yeah, but like not your own players. So not I take it you follow golf, Brock. Yeah, we really okay. haven't had a lot of golf talk since you've been here. So, but you know, just judging by you knowing whoever that guy you just said was, he's you know, basically the commissioner, commissioner of he's, yeah, PGA. He's, he's basically the Roger Goodell of the PGA Tour. Yeah, but he is an all-time dickhead. Yeah, so you play, you play, and you want you pay attention to some golf. Yeah, what I take it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so the Saudis, saw, the Saudis bought this, so they pretty much own golf. golf. It sounds from what I've heard. It sounds like when they merge, because usually when two companies merge, one company usually takes over, the other one falls by the wayside. It sounds like PGA Tour is going to be more like Live than it is PGA Tour. There's going to be read. there's going to yeah. be like team events throughout the year. It's there's going to be stuff like that. Well, that's because well, it's not finalized yet, though. Well, the I mean that's what you would think. The parameters but. of the deal are, but nothing like. At the end of the day, the Saudi, the dude, the I forget his name, Al Shahir or whatever, he yeah. has final say over everything. That's what I'm saying. So Jay yeah. Monahan and Rory can say, "Well, we we still have control or whatever," but no, golf is just a vessel of the of the king of Saudi Arabia yeah, now. Think about that. Basically, golf basically. has been bought because they bought the they bought the joking, European yeah. tour as well. So the two biggest tours, PGA, they're all everything's under one, which is the Saudi fund. I forgot what it. What what it's called? The one fund, yeah. <laughs> the one fund is I, that's that's the Texas NIL thing. And the, the crazy wait, wait, wait. thing is, it's the it's like it's the government too. Like that'd be like yeah. the U.S. government buying golf. It's not like some independent company like that the U.S. would have. It's not like Apple buys this. It's like intertwined with the, you well, know, the government. Imagine if like the U.S. government bought the Premier League. It's well, they're, they're, they've is. also they so the same guy owns um, Newcastle United in the Premier League. Um, they just put the. The Sheik, or one of the, I don't know what they're fucking called in the Middle East, but that a very rich man in Qatar just put in a, uh, whatever. Yeah, just, whatever. Just put in a offer for Man U, to buy Man U, too, which is like basically like buying the Yankees of the yeah. Premier League. Um, the Cowboys. You see Cristiano Ronaldo, he now plays in Saudi Arabia in that soccer league. They're paying him like $700 million a Dude, year. like. To play there, Messi, who we were just talking about a little soccer, which we don't usually talk about on the show as much, but he signed with Inter Miami today. Yeah, so he's going to be in, in America now. Yeah, and so part of that deal 
is he actually gets like Apple shares because you know Apple Plus is the exclusive. They provide all the MLS games. You have to have Apple Plus to watch MLS. So he's getting some of that money, and he's getting like part of the actual company of Apple, and his salary, his salary, and other deals. But that's just because Saudi Arabia, the rival team that bought Cristiano Ronaldo, offered him one point five billion dollars per year to go play there. Offered Messi? Yeah. See, like, aren't these guys old and washed yet, or no? He's uh. He's 37. Man. He won the fucking World Cup? He's 37 or 35, 30, that range. So Ronaldo's like, two years older than him. Well, I think if you look he's at 35. The, if you look at the guys that they offered the PG, from the PGA Tour to come to live, they're all older dudes because they have the biggest no, names. No, well, they got the other guys. In the beginning, it was like Tiger Woods. Yeah, Phil but they Nicholson, also got like Cam Smith. and Kepka. Yeah, well, in the beginning, Pichambeau. they just needed big names. Yeah, right, well, they had to, to get they had to get Mickelson first and then – Kind of, you know, everybody fell in line after that. When you're getting offered, I mean, they offered Tiger 1.5 billion yeah. live. They offered like Will Zalatoris, who might never play again because his back's so fucked up. A year ago, million. I thought it was 100 million, but yeah, like these guys were getting offered lifetime, like more money. Like Harold Barner got offered 100 million dollars, or no, 45 million dollars, and that's more than he's ever made on the PJ Tour, and he's like 50. Well, yeah, because you have to win to make money on the PGA Tour. Yeah, you don't have like, or at least make the cut. You have to make like that's that's what they were. That's the original reason why they were bitching, is because they're like, we play so many events, but there's so many guys, and half of us aren't getting paid, and we're paying to go out there, and we're missing the cut, unless you're one of these top ten guys. They make every cut. There's some guys like the top or the bottom 100 guys on the tour. You know, barely getting by. So, is this a good move for golf? Is this a good move for golfers? I think general? so. It's a good move for golfers because now that the Saudis are in there, I, I think it'll, everybody's getting paid. Well, there's yeah. a lot of money going into the game now. I think it'll be a better product because you have once again all the best golfers playing together in the same events after. Because after this year, all those players that left will have the opportunity to obviously reapply. Um, so you have the Canadian Open this week, the U.S. Open the next following week, both which aren't both those aren't PGA events, so we really won't see how many like in two weeks there might be some guys that actually take a stand. They're like, you know, I'm not. If you really cared, they at the beginning of this, Jay Monahan brought up 9/11 and all that shit Dude. about Saudi Arabia basically calling Live Golf terrorist and shit. Which, I mean, Saudi Arabia does some shady shit. Slavery is literally legal there. It's illegal to be gay. Like they kill reporters. What, uh... They kill reporters, but it's. You shouldn't have gone but, that far on one side if eventually, I don't care if it's a year later, you're going to end up taking a, a deal. Well, did but, you see what he said about that? He was like, they asked him about that, like, hey, a year ago you brought, like, literally brought these 9-11 families, like, to take a stand against live, like, had them speak, whatever. Yeah. He was like, well, that was my information at the time. Money I'm talks. Like, so now you don't believe not, he must have talked to Aaron Rodgers because now he doesn't believe that, like, not they did 9-11. So I don't know. Shay, you're going to say something? Oh, yeah. I mean, they've just got enough money over there in Saudi Arabia that, you know, they'll, this they'll make fund, anybody say anything they want. This fund, just for sports alone, has $600 billion in it. They just need to stay away from the big three in America. Like, as long as that doesn't happen, that will be... We need to, you know, the NFL... They're NBA. looking more at global sports, so baseball's probably next. Because baseball has the most global oh, reach out of all would, the American that sports. Me, that can't happen. Yeah, I mean, don't be surprised if one they of just the, bought one, Major League Baseball. You, they could. 
Yeah, it's I mean, feasible. What I mean, do you think Major League Baseball total is valued at? I mean, it's a lot. Way more than the PGA Tour. $100 billion probably? No, way more than that. think so? Yeah. I mean, the Yankees I, are worth 10 but I can't As imagine. a whole? Well, that's what I'm saying. You multiply that by 30, but, like, not all It's more than Yankees. just the team, so. Like, it, the, the league, like. Imagine, the league is made up of the 30 teams, so if you get those. Yeah, value, but just the, like, name being, like, the Major League Baseball, the name itself is probably worth, like, over $150 billion. You could probably buy every single baseball team, though, with $100 billion. Because, I mean, like, probably. I think you could probably buy, like, the Reds for yeah, $1 Yeah, but that's, million. that's just buying, like, I'm talking, like, yeah, or, I mean, they could start their own league and start poaching players like they did with the PGA. Because originally when this all happened, they approached the European Tour, the DP World Tour, and the PGA Tour and, and just wanted to buy them straight up. And they were like, no, nah, we're good. We're, we're in a good place. So they said, all right. We're just going to leverage you out of the situation and steal all your best talent. And they lost a billion dollars so far in one year. They made zero dollars. Well, yeah, they're not that making is... money, but they have the money to dump. Take, into you know, it. tickets are That's free to the tickets are free to live events. Like you know, you have to pay to go. Yeah, because they just it's it's bigger than just no one watches either. It's bigger. Than, it's 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 more about taking yeah, getting on a monopoly. C- on it's the on the sport. CW right after Caillou. <laughs> you know what the funniest part about all this is. But. The PGA Tour is going to fine the the players that left to go to live two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's it's like yeah. I hope you're. I hope that two hundred fifty million dollars you took to go over there was worth it. Yeah, you but know, the, just this, because they're trying, they're trying grand. to build a fund to give some of the guys that didn't go money. Because I'm sure that was working. Year, and they leveraged their future earnings to pay the guys this year that were loyal, and then they fucked them over. Basically, that's what happened. How do y'all think this looks in five years? Think anyone gives a shit? I mean, I, for the sake of golf, I hope not, but it's definitely something of the likes that we've never seen in the sports world. So I hope in five years, Jay Monahan is uh, homeless. That's not going to happen because he's definitely getting paid no, either yeah, way. That's that's the worst part about Hundreds this is he negotiated this, and so he probably negotiated his buyout. I don't think he'll get bought out, though. Because oh, I mean, somebody who out. would take this job at this point, you're basically just signing on to be – Saudi Arabia's bitch. Yeah, but they weren't the ones that created the problem. The problem now is that every PGA Tour player hates Jay Monahan. Like, imagine if every NFL hater, like Roger Goodell, is hated by the public. I don't, but not like. I bet there's some dudes that didn't get offered that are like, "Fuck yeah, this is good. We're actually going to make some money." Yeah, but they could have like object it from a moral reason, right? You have the dudes like Tiger Woods. It got to a certain point where they couldn't because they're going to. A lot of it was like legal battles that they were going to have to go through for the next years, and when you're Going into a legal battles with an entity that has endless amounts of money, you're fucked. Probably. No matter what. It's also really easy to have a moral high ground when you're sitting on, like, you know, half a billion dollars or more when you're Tiger. So. Yeah, but yeah. inevitably. Well, I'm not talking about Tiger. I'm talking about the dudes that did That's what offered. you said, though. You like know the, the PGA is a nonprofit, right? So, like, what Liv was doing is they were suing them being, like, y'all aren't a nonprofit. Like, y'all have a monopoly on golf, one, and you're not a nonprofit. And so eventually, monopoly, but yeah, they have a stranglehold. Suing them in America, what? Like, yeah, I mean, Liv is an American company, like an American. Yeah, tour. but you could say none okay, of these, none of these, play on the all PGA these golf tour. tournaments for the most part were in America or Canada. There was a few in Europe, but like the last I mean, one was the in like NFL, Orlando. The NFL is a monopoly, right? There's no equivalent to it. But like the PGA Tour, it's like if you don't want to play here, you go play on the European tour. You know, you don't have to play in the PGA. Yeah, tour. but the thing. They're saying it was like when Liv was approaching guys to go to like come play on the Liv tour, and the PGA was like, "Well, if you go, you can't play on the PGA." They were saying that 
in turn, you're like, if every golfer is a contractor, which they are, they just get their tour card. Okay. You can't just be yeah. be like, no, you can't go play that. Because then, yeah. like, you know, like the Masters isn't part of the PGA Tour. USO, like USGA events aren't. Dell Match Play isn't a part of PGA Tour. So there's certain things that they do allow the guys to go play, but they weren't going to allow them to do live events no matter what. Okay. So the live sense. can sue, you know. Well, I thought they had a bigger problem legally with the um And when you have a, when you have endless amounts of money like I said, you can sue for pretty much anything. You can yeah. make something up and it just drain them of money and time and resources and eventually you'll win. The thing t- is to like for sports, monopoly is what creates the best leagues. I mean, you you can see that I don't right. know, look at soccer. Soccer's pretty fucking set up. Yeah, but that's more international like I know, but the, that's just the, the only reason that is like the way you're saying or the way that we know it is just because most of the sports we know and love in America are only played here or prime nine. You wouldn't care about them here. if they were played in fucking, you know, Romania. I don't know. I Baseball's think it, played all over the world. Yeah, you just don't care. About I know. The I'm Japanese talking like league. football and yeah, but you don't care football. about the Canadian league or imagine how cool it'd be if like Mexico had a league and Canada had a league that were of it wouldn't like, be similar. Cool. It wouldn't be cool if it was taken away from the talent in the NFL and then the competition was less because some of the good players are going to play in Mexico. You know, all of a sudden Tyreek Hill is playing in Mexico. I don't know. Would you rather have like an a year round? Football, no. like, or like nine, ten months out of the Don't year. Don't touch the NFL. But we it's have like, that now d- and it sucks. But no, I'm saying NF, like, oh, but you have like NFL talent. You have like internet, like, it would be like set up where, you know, in soccer where you play like Europa competition, Champions League. Like, you wouldn't play maybe every week. Don't ruin the greatest play, sport in the you world. You play more. Is there any way that you, you could sh- sh- shake up the NFL structure to make no. it better at this point? Absolutely not. I think every team in the NFL should have a sister city that they play at least one game in a year. You know, I think the only thing, my opinion. The only thing that would make the NFL better is if they subsidize like the XFL or the the AFL as like a minor league. Like they should have like a relegation. I think a relegation system would be really cool. If like the shittiest team in the NFL every year got put down into the USFL or XFL or whatever it was, College you football. still get the number one pick. You'd have to do away with the draft. No, you still get the number one pick. This is like some fantasy. If you were going to go to a relegation system, you couldn't have an NFL draft. All, the, buy and sell. Who was the worst team in the like, yeah, The Bears market. would literally beat every team in any other league by 50. Yeah, every imagine, game. Like, imagine the Bears dropped down to like the SEC they, and Georgia came up to the NFL. Well, that would eventually level work. things out. That's look at like what look at what European soccer is, though. Outside of the Premier League in England, all those other leagues, are com- and even that one, all the leagues are completely dominated by one or two teams. Yeah. Look at fucking look at um, La, uh, La Liga. Look Barcelona, at the one in real, yeah. look at PSG. Look at fucking uh, Bayern and um, Bayern Germany. and like Dortmund. Like like that's not even a competition. Bayern runs Germany, and then yeah, and um, Italy is the same thing. Uh, what like that? Um, uh, There's the, uh, the Monaco, Juventus, and what? Juventus has been down because they got caught cheating. Um, there's Italy's more even, but you, yeah, for a long time, Juventus was like by far the best. Like in La Liga, if fucking Barcelona ain't playing Real Madrid, I mean, there's not much. It no. doesn't even fucking matter if there's they not Clasico. Yeah, they still get. I, I love that's that's one reason why soccer. Like, I didn't like it growing up, but once I started really playing FIFA, it got me into it because like the, you know, I love Dynasty mode and or franchise mode in Madden. 
and like doing that. But doing that in FIFA is so much more in depth because you're doing that, but with like 50 leagues across the world. Like, you know, yeah. you could, you could be on the best team, but you could buy a player from the Korean league or like you, or you could lead like all. I think that's really cool about FIFA. I think that's the, by far the best sports video game. We've talked about that before for skill based. If you're playing someone one-on-one, I think FIFA's the best, too. It definitely fleshes out who the best, like, video game player is, hands down. Because in Madden, you know, there's just so much bullshit. User error. User error. Well, not even user error. I'm just saying, like, compute, like the computer can make you fumble for no reason. Yeah, yeah, the computer like, decides who the fuck wins the game. One touch, one breakaway touchdown can just, you know, end it, basically. Or, you know, not you can't come back. If I two do, dudes are playing Madden, they're never going to turn the ball over, and they're going to fucking score pretty much on every possession if you really know what the fuck you're doing. Speaking of money, what did you say? 45 minutes we're in? Okay, cool. Um, speaking of money, did y'all see the College Football Players Association is calling for a boycott on the new NCAA football game? That's due a to, mistake. Due to the compensation, they are, uh, EA is offering $500 and no royalties for name, image, and likeness of each player. That's a lot of money for most players. It's just uh, there's, a, there's the high-end athletes at the yeah. big-time schools that are, you know, going to be pissy. But, but overall... You, can't, you, can't, you have to give... what It has to be a set price for everybody because at that point, you're opening the door for people to be like, well, to negotiate he got that much. Out, yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't work any other way. Of the players, that's a great deal. I mean, what like do players backups. get? What do players get to be in Madden? Fifteen K, I think, around there. Yeah. Really? But there's a lot less players that course, go in Madden than course. NCAA. Yeah. Of course. Well, I know the practice squad players make a thousand, so they're like they make a thousand, y'all. You know. On Madden, yeah. That's. I mean, that's cool. I. I. I've never really even thought about how that works. The only reason I say it's like 15K, how we were looking at like Charles Barkley's not in two K because he doesn't want to get paid. Well, Des right. Bryant tweeted that Madden offered him fifteen K. That's it. That's where I got that number. But. Oh, dude! I played Des Bryant in two K in the wreck the other day. No. What? Yeah. So you know. So in two K, there's like you, you, you've. Have you been in the wreck? Do you know yeah. what that is? Like, the, yeah, yeah. was your my player when you play five on five? So you're all just my... bouncing around, shooting the ball and shit. Well, no, it's like five on five games. Like you have like a rank, and like it keeps your stats. So you kind of you you know, it's just it's literally five on five, full court basketball, four quarters. Um, and so we get in there, and like NBA players, like if it's an actual NBA player, they'll have a basketball next to their their gamer tag or whatever. Football is a football. So it was a football play. It was a football, and I always look it up because I've only seen like probably ten of those guys ever, and it's never really been anyone like huge or anything. And we looked it up, and it was just Des Bryant, and he was so cold at two, like he was kicking our ass. Damn. Um, but it was pretty cool. I I don't know. I, I, th- I thought that was interesting. I fucking love Des. We all chatting. Ass. We all on the mics. I mean, if I don't know if he was in game chat, I was in a party just talking with Cameron. But okay, I I, I probably should have messaged him. Maybe try to get him on the pod. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure you'd love to. You know what I mean? Dude. I uh, I tried to get Zion on the pod yesterday. Oh yeah, I was tweeting at him. Like, I'm sure he would love to. You should come clear this. The people up. need the answers. Uh, that's what I. That's what I'm Dude, saying. Dude, Des Bryant's actually he's very he's he he talks with his fans a lot. He goes live. He he always he responds to you on Twitter. If you tweet him enough, he'll respond to you. He, he might that, cuss is, you out too. But is that what you learned? Uh, no, he's never responded to me. But I've seen him quote tweet a lot of fans. So. Hell yeah! Um, College baseball, real quick. Yeah, what about you know touch up on the MLB? Jacob Degrom, ooh, gonna be out till at least next postseason is what we're looking at. Um, Sucks Tommy John, for him, man. Kind of saw it coming. 
He's been out for like the last month. It started with a 10-day IL, 30-day, 60-day, and then the news broke uh, yesterday that he will be out for the foreseeable future. So that's too bad. But the Rangers still in first place, second-best record in baseball. Big series with the Rays starting tomorrow. They're the best team and their best record in baseball. The Rangers have been historic offensively, um, best offense the last 100 years. Nathan Eovaldi, another signing this offseason from Boston, has been an all-star caliber pitcher, uh, AL Pitcher of the month, month last year, Josh Young, AL Rookie of the Month, Marcus Simeon, 25-game uh, hit streak until last night. Dolis Garcia leads the league in RBIs, and I think he's second in home runs. Fuck yeah. What about the Astros? Astros are coming along. They uh, still need to get some players back. McCullough's been out all year. Um, but I've liked what I've seen out of uh, Hunter Brown and uh, is it Brandon Belak. Uh, we've got a couple yeah. new pitchers in the starting rotation. Obviously, uh, Luis Garcia going down for the year with a Tommy John as well is uh, detrimental. But uh, Christian Javier, um, you know, uh, what are uh, Luis Castillo? No, not Castillo. Um, who, who are we talking? Nick Urquidy. Urquidy. Um, and then who's who's our other good pitcher we still have around? In the pin or starter? Just a star, starting pitcher. Remember Valdez? Valdez, Valdez. yes. Valdez is having, a tie, is having a Cy Young type season. A Cy Young. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I like what I've seen out of uh, Dubon. I, um, you know, Jordan Alvarez has been mashing home runs still. Uh, Kyle Tucker. Diaz at catcher, kind of. We've always, you know, had a good defensive catcher with Maldi, but Diaz is kind of providing that bat that we've always been missing behind the plate. I think that's been a pretty good addition for us. Yandier, or whatever his name is, Yanier, Yanier, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't Yanier, yeah, and um, I'm at, uh, I'm I'm not sure how they're using them exactly. I know Martin likes, you know, he's most of the pitchers' um, designated yeah. catcher, but um, yeah, um. I'm glad that we're developing that. Um, Jolks. What's that? Uh, what's his first name? Jolks in the outfield. Cody he's, or Corey? Yeah, he's been seeing a lot of time, um, you know, in a, out there uh, between McCormick, him, uh, Tucker, and then um, got at least one more. Corey out, Jolks, yeah. At least one more outfielder that's kind of soaking up some time. What's the deal but, with Abreu? Is he just washed? Uh, one he's coming run. along. One home run. He's batting like 200. He's coming along. Started real long. <laughs> Hey, when I realized that his MVP season was in the COVID year, I was like, "Ah, shit!" <laughs> I didn't Brock, realize. Who's your favorite baseball team? MLB was. You um, have a team. I'm not a big baseball guy, but it's you either. go to a lot of Texas baseball games, don't yeah. you? Uh, I go to a few. Is that just Texas is drunk? like the only baseball team that I follow? Uh, if you had to pick Rangers or Astros, well, it would be between Rangers and Yankees. The only reason Ooh. I say Yankees is we could, because, we could use a Yankees fan on this pod. Well, only because I went to Derek Jeter's last game at. At Rangers Stadium. So That's ever pretty since cool. Then, I've been like kind of, kind of a Yankees fan for that reason. But one, one more Astro. I want to mention Pena. You know the 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 films out on him. He's batting about two fifty, two sixty, somewhere in there. Last I looked, but you know you'd expect that in your sophomore season. Just a little more film. Dude was the World Series MVP. It's not terrible. So. And um, back I mean, in the lineup today too. Between him, Altuve, and Dubon, we've got in obviously Bregman, who could always plug back up in the middle we've still got great infield play and uh i'm you know we're like uh, i think three and a half games back on the rangers that might have changed um i know we were playing the jays the last few days and uh we up, dropped up one nothing right now top second nice nice so, who's pitching um one second either way uh framber is pitching um three strikeouts one hit allowed 
I'm not uh, upset that the Astros aren't, you know, taking the division. I think it's a long season. We're still in the early part of it. There are still going to be players that get injured. I feel like the Astros are in a good place. They're number one in the ERA. Uh, the hitting does need to come along a little bit. But, I mean, shit, I still don't think there's a better lineup of hitters in all of Major League Baseball yeah, than what we've healthy. got. And then Brantley's been out. So, I mean, we've got guys coming back. We've got still a good bullpen. Uh, I'm not worried at all. Um, I, I uh, appreciate that the Rangers are finally getting getting their shit together, and uh, hopefully they can uh, hang around for the long run. I know they are having that historic run differential and putting up a lot of runs, but um, you know uh, we'll see. You know, closer to August where we stand on things, and uh, you know over the next over the meat of the season uh, how things go. But yeah. Um, Excited, and all the Angels are right there, too, in that division. They're not far behind the Strohs. So it should hopefully be a good season. Of course, the Angels might just sell Shohei Otani and God knows who else. But, um, yeah, uh, Astros are doing fine. Cool. We want to get into the Horns baseball, the real important stuff? Yeah, Horns baseball, playing at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, keep in mind that that's going to be on the West Coast. Um, the game's at 5 p.m. on Saturday, so really 7 p.m. out there. Uh, the Sunday game isn't scheduled. Keep in mind, Stanford played um, into Monday, so I think that had a big contribution to why we got the Saturday, Sunday, Monday instead of the traditional Friday, Saturday, Sunday we're used to for a Super Regional. And, I mean, I understand that there's going to be a lot of Game 3s that ESPN wants to meticulously plot out, but oh, here we go. Game 2 is a huge deal for, you know... It, it, one team is on the brink in every game two and every fucking super regional. Yep. And I don't know what the stats are, but most super regionals, I would be willing to guess uh, at least 50% of them don't go three games. And um, so it's going to be a huge game. Not knowing when that game is, is a significant disadvantage to both teams, really. Uh, are we going to play at fucking 10 in the morning or are we going to play at, you know, I think it'd be a night. I, I think 7 they, p.m. I think they usually, I mean, you don't have any other games going on for that stadium that day. I think usually that's a, that's no, a night. No, you, you're definitely going to have plenty of other games in and around baseball no, I'm talking, on Sunday. Yeah, but it doesn't really. It just matters what's going on in Palo Alto. It's not like they have any other like a lot of the time in regionals. I don't think they plan it out because they don't know what how many games they have to play on certain days. Well, you know you're going to have to play at least six. In a regional, there's only a question of that seventh game if it needs to be played or not. Yeah, ESPN wants to control everything because they have all the contracts for college baseball. It's too much fucking power. Well, you'd have to assume that Texas and Stanford would probably get a prime slot. Not Maybe. if there's a game three between some badass teams. No. Oh, because oh, the only reason you can assume is because they're on the West on Coast. Sunday is what you're saying. Because right? they're playing Saturday, Sunday, Monday instead of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'm not sure how, what's different. I'm pretty sure. If you're in that part of the bracket that plays on the first day in in Omaha, you probably are guaranteed a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just because you know they they want to keep the rest even. But um, yeah, I just think it's a it's some bushly shit not to know when the second game is in a three game series. Personally, that's just what I think. Bushly, who's fucking us over? ESPN. Fuck ESPN. Fuck Disney. Yeah, I don't. They have Fuck too much control Mouse. over college baseball right now. Some Mickey Mouse bullshit, <laughs> and um, that's, I'm I'm upset about it. Um, you know, I think it'd be very helpful to know when that game is going to be played. Uh, if okay, if you wanted to give us a TBD on the third game, that's not guaranteed. Fine, you don't even know if it's going to happen. Okay, fair enough. But All you've right. got to know when those two games. Regardless are. Regardless of scheduling, confidence meter, where are you at right now on this team? 
oh, I think we'll be fine. But I think if we try to pull that, like, if we go three games and we try to fucking send Tanner Witt out for some bullshit like we did in the regional, we're fucking up. I love I like Tanner Witt. I think he should be in the pen. I think that we should count on him for, you know, uh, one to two innings of middle relief, and that's it. Nothing good has ever happened when a pitcher has gone three innings. Like, that's just never going to be a fucking recipe for success. LBJ. What about LeBaron Johnson? He pitched yeah. nine innings. Yeah. Now, yeah, what I'm say- saying is if you put a pitcher in intending for him to go, like like knowing he's not going to go more than three or four innings, oh, okay, and assume, oh, well, then we're just going to go to the pen. Well, Texas doesn't have anybody in the fucking <laughs> yeah, pen. Yeah, that's true. Now, yeah. Morehouse had a great, great game last weekend in that series against Miami or the regional, um, in those games against Miami. Uh, he struck out, like, seven batters and two and a third. But there's um, a reason why they call him Nightmare, for better or worse. Exactly. And um, so I'm glad that built his confidence. Obviously, it was huge for LeBaron Johnson to go nine innings. Realistically, he loaded the bases in the first two innings. He could have allowed four to five runs easily and could have been gone by the third inning. Now, the fact that that didn't happen is just luck, in my opinion. That's all it is. Um, but I am happy, you know, he went the distance, 130 pitches, nine innings, eight eight strikeouts, I believe. How do you, one how do you solo feel about shot. people saying that we shouldn't have thrown him? Oh, that's all that bullshit. That's all bu- all that pussy-ass shit of pitchers shouldn't fucking complete games is horse shit. Um, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I was watching it. After seven, I was like, well, maybe they're going to take him out. He had allowed a run. I would never take out a pitcher throwing a shutout. I would never do that. But, um, you know, after the seventh or after the eighth inning, had they brought one guy in to complete the game or to, you know, close it out, okay, that's that's just where baseball is now. It's appropriate. But, um, you know, I appreciate them saving the pin for the next day because you could have had to potentially play two more games. After Saturday, after the Saturday game last week, we'd only thrown three pitchers. And, I mean, that's a huge advantage because Stanford had to play the extra games. I'm sorry, it's not Stanford. Miami had to play the extra games. So, um, and clearly, uh, you know, we won 10-6. I know we were up 10-3 for a majority of that game with the big uh, second or third inning where we scored nine runs. But that game was never uh, guaranteed. And you saw that with the um, yo-yo three-run blast that, you know, everybody kind of felt like, oh, wow, I'm glad we got that 10th run because everybody knows that Texas' relief pitching is dog shit. Or at least has been this season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we have the bats. Uh, I saw a lot of balls go very, like, uh, get whacked out in Palo Alto. The wind's blowing. It's near the coast. Um, you know, we'll see what the weather's like out there. I'm not sure what it is. They got dudes that can do everything. They can they can play for contact baseball. They can play power. They got dudes that can, they're great in the outfield. I, they're a great team, but my, I think my confidence is high after that Miami Regional. I mean, we took care of business. The pitching, like you said, has been shaky all year. But if you're if we're hot right now, that's that's the right time for it all to be working out. I agree. Tanner Witt should not be starting games if you're gonna go three innings. I honestly, I like him in that seven to eight region. If he's, I mean, do you think it's more he's not comfortable coming into a game? He has to start a game to feel. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't bring him in with that's runners what, on base. That's kind of what David Pierce has said. Is like. We have confidence, like we want him starting games. That's where we he has confidence in himself, and and that's maybe where I just agree that David Pierce isn't a very good coach and doesn't know when to leave pitchers in or take pitchers out. Um, but yeah, uh, the idea that a dude's going to start a game and go three innings and then we're going to go to the pen—that's loser ball. That's what I call it. And yeah. if you're going to do that in a fucking eliminate, you know, all or nothing game three where there is no tomorrow, 
That's terrible coaching. Boom. If 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 he had this, if he had the ability to go five, and we were confident about that, it's a different story. Three is pretty tough. I mean, you're leaving two thirds of the ball game to the pin. You're yeah. you're assuming that you're going to see at least three more pitchers out there. Yeah. And Hurley pitched a great game. Um, in, He's a young guy, though, right? No, transfer. Transfer, oh, transfer from USC Sorry. as well as Gilmet. Um, but he came in and outside, he did finally give up that three-run blast. But uh, he pitched like four innings of, of quality work until then, and then you know uh, one bad pitch, and um, that was it. Um, Tanner Tanner Witt just had a really bad problem of uh, putting runners on via the the hit batter, and then I think got taken deep for what would have been a one-run shot had he not hit two fucking batters in a row. That's just how baseball goes. You give you give up free bases. Typically, those bases score. Um, same thing with walks. But And that was what uh, LeBaron Johnson's problem was in the Saturday game. He, would, he walked a shit ton of batters in the first two innings and got himself in those tricky situations with bases loaded. Luckily, it worked out. But... Easily could have, easily could not have, and um, so I know there's going to be a lot of hype for LeBaron Johnson. I still have a lot more confidence in Lucas Gordon, um, but yeah, if we can get two quality starts and if we can just get run support, I feel very confident about the series out in Palo Alto this weekend. Did you watch any of the other games this weekend or just, last weekend? Mainly just from the uh, the uh, Coral Gable, Coral Gables and Palo Alto regionals. That's that's where most of my attention was. Y'all watching? No. Yeah, same with him. It was mostly Coral Gables. I watched, I watched Texas. Oral Roberts and DBU played a great game. Uh, that regional was cool. Oklahoma State went two and Q as the hosts. Um, the national regional with Oregon, that was a good one. Uh, Oregon's going to be hosting Oral Roberts. Uh, they're real hot right now. I think that's their first time hosting a super regional, if I'm not mistaken. Oregon? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of the traditional powers made it. Auburn got two and queued, I believe, yeah. in, their, in their own regional as well. Virginia made it. Wake Forest. Uh, Vanderbilt got knocked, I think. Or did they yeah, come back? They, in the Oregon regional, they got knocked. Arkansas out. got knocked by TCU. Yeah, TCU's hosting because Indiana State, who was supposed to host it, didn't regional, submit a bid or because something. Because they're, they're hosting a Special Olympics event this weekend. <laughs> so they had to defer to TCU. That sucks, dude. They're yeah. like, yeah, we don't have the facilities the or the staff. No, they have. Well, I mean, they have the facility. They just, like, they booked it up. Well, yeah, they, they didn't have the hotel space. That's or where whatever. Larry Larry Bird won a national championship. No, he didn't. He lost, he lost to Michigan Magic State. Johnson. Yeah, Michigan yeah. State. Uh, but he did take Indiana State to a fucking Sycamore national championship game. So, um, yeah. Uh, so a couple of surprise schools like Oral Roberts and um, Indiana State in regional, about, well, in super regionals this week. Indiana State. Indiana State was a one seed. Well, still a surprise team, just in general, not a traditional power. Um, you know, making it out of the regional. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, I suppose. Like, you know, it's not surprising that Stanford, TCU, Wake, Texas, Wake Forest, is, Wake Forest is probably the favorite at this point. They've been number one for most of the year. Uh, they looked – I didn't catch as much of them this weekend. They looked pretty dominant, though, from what I saw. The thing about college baseball, though, just like Tennessee last year, like – Oklahoma. They can lose quick. Oklahoma last year sucked until they got one pitcher back halfway through yeah. the year. Anything and then they went happen. to a national championship and Anything lost. can happen, yeah. Um, yeah, and then Ole Miss. Ole Miss didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Won an out championship last year, not even in the re- – didn't Damn. even make a regional. That's crazy. Um, Ole Miss. What's I up? just want to throw us out The Chris Beard. Did you see thing? that? Culture established 2023. I saw that. I thought basketball. it was like a satirical parody. <laughs> I swear to God. I saw it on my Twitter. 
So, okay, Ole Miss put up a thing on their the, – you walk in the facility on the wall. It just says, culture established 2023. What a, what a better guy to do it than Chris Beard, no? It's the kind of culture you want, baby. It's Mississippi. All the replies were like – um, gifts from like 1950s movies of like a guy hitting a woman. It was like the culture. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Um, well, we got anything else we want to talk about? I, I was gonna say, Cole, if you're listening, still send us a text in the group that says banana, banana one two five. This is a test. This is a test to see oh. if Cole listens to the whole episode. Um, I think we're gonna start doing some some giveaway codes during the middle of shows though. Y'all have any ideas for things besides baseball cards you'd like to see given away? Uh, we we always if you're still listening, we'd love to you know reward you reward you uh, get you some merch. We got some hats and some patches coming in that you can put on any kind of clothing. So some big things, big things coming from the Lone Star Lowdown. Uh, but any other topics y'all you always want to talk I'm about good. for you? Got NHL playoffs. Uh, Golden Knights. Game three tonight. Golden Knights up 2-0, yeah. headed to Florida. Looking like the bigger, the batter team. Florida, they really need to um, they need they need to start to get in fights and kind of piss off their opponent to have any chance, and they haven't been able to do so because Vegas is so much bigger and more dominant than them. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think that's going to do it. Make sure to follow our Twitter at Lone Star LD, Instagram, The Lone Star Lowdown, and The Lone Star Lowdown on YouTube, where hopefully... I've been in the frame this whole time. I think I have, and we'll have some video up for you like we've been talking about uh, for a while now. So make sure to subscribe on there, like this video, and um, for Ty Henderson, Shay Holt, Corey Gidry, Brock Bowling. We are the Lone Star. Don't lie, don't change my suit tonight. Cab don't talk too smooth, and not in the mood to be swaying to just anything. You slip, I slide, we lock eyes, ooh. Sometimes I bring you the moon tonight. Something by the way that you move. It takes me back to the day. My hips don't lie, we change my suit in the night. Cap don't talk too smooth in the night.